When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Still the uh, the law here in hour two of day two of the work week. We've got Julia. We've got Brittany. Mm-hmm. I don't need to play that song. There's no, a bad we word in we, it. We, we have Rocco. That's true. Rocco, <laughs> I, who I keep calling Donnie. That's all right. It's just the male voice. It's a compliment. He, it's the male voice. He built this show mm-hmm. from the ground up. <laughs> Did he? Oh! <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. uh, He's part of it. I will agree. <laughs> I agree, 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 agree. Okay, so tonight is a big night. It's a huge night. Um, there's a lot of different things happening, but one of the big things for those of us who are starting to rely on our television more and more and mm-hmm. more as the evenings get darker earlier and earlier. Um, the Bachelorette. Julia, will you coming accept back. this rose? Yes. Oh, good. Yes, please. All right. Tonight. Tell us about it. ABC. Claire? All right. We've got Claire Crawley. For somebody like me, it's hard to say her last name. I don't know why. Claire Crawley. Well, Claire Crawley. That is a hard name. Crawley. Let's just call her Claire. All right, fine. Cece. Okay. And fun fact, Claire <laughs> is our oldest Bachelorette ever. Really? Yes. 39-year-old. Okay. Wow. She's she's beautiful. And normally, it's kind of fun. They're switching things up. I'm telling you guys, this is going to be, if you've never watched The Bachelorette, this will be the season to watch because we are living in a, it's going to be like a broiler in there. They had to do such a closed world because of the pandemic mm-hmm. that everything is magnified by 24. Oh, all the freakouts. They can't travel anywhere. Right? They can't go anywhere. They can, they can't. And so everything is just way more extreme. Now, also, this is going to be very interesting. Um, if you know anything about The Bachelorette, normally the plot is they grab the loser from the last season, throw her in the seat, right? It's all, we all kind of usually know who they grab. Sure. This Bachelorette has had an interesting pat, uh, past. She's from the Juan Pablo season. She's yeah. the loser from that season. Yeah. And he um, was a loser. I was going to say, she may have been the winner I mean, in some people's eyes. such a loser. Now, All since right? that season was such a garbage fire, they honestly couldn't grab anything from it. So she kind of got the short end of the stick. So normally they would throw her into the seat. But it was like they wanted to get away from Juan Pablo as much as possible. <laughs> I love it. So they sentenced Claire to Bachelor in Paradise twice. Don't, doesn't that look like fun if you were single? So much fun. I mean, come on. That doesn't look like a sentencing. You go to a, a lovely location and you just make out with different people. But here's the problem. It kind of looks like fun to me. I would be there for the free food and booze. And after like oh. three weeks, they'd be like, Brittany. How long do you have to stay? I mean, the thing is, I, you, you have to, you can only long. stay if you have like 
pick someone else to couple up with. Oh. Like you, they all have to, you know, the guys all pick right. somebody, the girl, they Lori go back and forth. Bachelor. Do you watch any of this stuff, Brackle? I do not. All right. But I enjoy nice looking. Yeah. People. Vapid people. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Not only did they sentence For a limited her time period. to two Bachelor in Paradise, <laughs> they also did the unthinkable and put her in Bachelor winner games, which was something oh. they tried to make a thing they in 2018. Last, a couple, yeah. A yeah. couple years ago. See, that one I would excel in. I think that sounds fun. Uh, they also did her pretty dirty uh, with some tricky and malicious editing to make her look like she was venting to a raccoon one season. I did see that. And so I think it was. it's definitely, they owe this to her. Okay. Um, so what's the drama? Okay, so we heard that she left the show. She fell in love. Someone else is coming on. I mean, we were looking. I mean, the thing is, I, I, I did a deep dive and Chris Harrison He's locking those lips. He won't tell us why and what happened that caused her to leave. And she also said that it anyone who's speculating is wrong. Oh, all right. So we just have to sit back and enjoy it. Yeah. And he's also surprised there was a leak because um, they were in such tight quarantine. So reality, Steve, if it's spoiler alert, I haven't gone. I never go to that website, but that website always seems to know what's going on. Another fun thing that I actually might enjoy about this season is they're going to try to make it not look COVID at all. And that's why they did the lockdown. That's why they did the quarantine mm-hmm. with each other. They called it the bubble. They all had to stay within the bubble. Yep. They still tested every day. They had zero cases, so they actually did it right. Like the NBA. Yeah. And so they... Um, they Chris Harrison talked about how it's it's nice watching it because it doesn't look COVID-esque. And I know that's probably to some people bugs them, but I, I would like some normalcy. And if I'm going to get it somewhere, I'm going to get it in the most insane show, The Bachelorette. They even hug. Like, you know, yeah. when they somebody leaves, people hug and stuff like that. And I just kind of want to watch it that way. I don't want to see people in masks. In my real world, I want to see you in masks. Yeah. And my Bachelorette, I would like you masks. So it starts tonight. It, I'm, I'm, I actually have to admit. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready. I'm I am. Going, but I'm I'm going tonight to the um I think I don't know if it's the opening night or it doesn't that sound like a weird thing to say opening night but the deadly drive-in haunted experience tonight at Rosedale. <gasps> Is it You I, have to tell us what it's I'm like. going. At I've what got, time? At 7:30. One car. We had him on last week. Yeah, right? we had him on last week from Flip Phone Events. It's the deadly drive-in haunted experience. You're going to be up late. No, it's only, uh, I think it's, so you go in a car and um, you, um, they put a radio in your car and then you go into this loading dock at Herberger's and stuff happens. The old Herberger's at Rosedale. I have no idea. You're going to have some, you're going to have to give us a rundown. One of my kids is asking, well, what, what does it do? What is this? And I'm like, I have no idea. Well, what do you think, you know, needs, you know, wants some information. I'm like, I got nothing. We're just going to go and have fun. Um, But no. But then after you're going to watch The Bachelorette. Of course. That's what I'm saying. You're going to be up late. I always am. We're gonna we're gonna need a rundown the, of what you thought about the the drive-in scary. Oh yeah, but I I'm actually really kind of looking forward to doing something so different. Don't you a, think? A blast. And I don't know if there's tickets still available, but it's flip phone flip phone the deadly drive-in. You can you know just Google it and see because they added a lot more a lot more dates because it was just going to be like Thursday through Sunday, but it sold out so quickly that they added Tuesday Wednesdays. You know I think so. You might want to check that out. They also do the drag brunches. Yeah, yeah. At Union or Crave downtown Minneapolis. Oh, that'll be on a blast. Sundays. So anyway, very 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 excited, and I think Claire is going to be amazing. She's pretty. 
she's pretty. And I think it's going to be fun, too, because they're also accepting the fact that they they're going to have a, a pretty significant uh, age range on the show. OK, so let me ask you, can you share how old you are? Yeah. Okay, so how old are you? I'm 34. Okay, what would your, if you were single, your dating age range be? Um, for real, for real. I would say 30 to 45. Okay, so you prefer older instead of younger. Yes. Okay, Rocco? Sure. Assuming you're single. Yeah. I've always aged up. You've aged up too. I think so. Although my wife said half a year younger than me. But yeah, I've always... Yeah. I've never been really into the young the young gals. Mm-hmm. How about you? I'm scared to know yours. <laughs> no. I'm terrified. First of all, let me tell you Lori's. Yeah. Because it always used to be a year older than her bonus son and a year younger than her dad. And that's like a big gap. It's yeah. like 40 years. I like so it. So she had a big one. Yeah, yeah. But I'm finding, um, you know, I I could go younger. Shocking. I know, but not really young, but like 10 years. You okay. Know, 10 years younger. Yeah. Or 10 years younger, and I could probably go like maybe five years older. But you have to understand, like my gap, you start dealing with 20 year olds. Well, right. And I'm not, if once right. I get a little older, I'm sure I would be fine with that. Right. I'm sure for my second marriage, I will be have a bigger range. Yes. But, but as of right now, the idea of dipping into the 20s as a mid 30 year old is terrifying. I understand where you're coming from. Thank you. I totally get it. Yeah. Because the 20s is the decade that it's discovery. You got to do 100%. your own thing. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And I want to hold anyone back, but I Rocco, also don't want to. How wanna... many years up would you go? Up, let's see. Um, Who do you have the hots for? I mean, Donnie, does he still have that that wall in there? Yeah, I'm the the January Jones picture is kind of doing it mm-hmm. for me in here. Is she fifty? Maybe uh, is she? I don't, I don't know. know. She's ageless. I know she's beautiful. I don't know. I might go. You know, ten years up, ten seven years? years up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is all hypothetical. I'm very happily married. Well, of course I'll you are. You we know. are. This is all just hypothetical. I know. I'm not. <laughs> If you're listening, I'm not. I'm not married. I mean, yeah, oh. I've been in this relationship since 1998, so I don't even remember. There's nothing in my life stuff. that I've had since 98. Nothing. <laughs> really? Nothing. What do you mean? Nothing in your nothing life in my life that's not a phone contract, not a a pair oh, of shoes. Oh, you have nothing. nothing to I show. have nothing from I have, 98. I have two things. I hmm. have two kids at that point. Oh, there you so go. I, I have them to show. That's good. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, have you guys ever taken something from a national park? Taken? Stolen something that you weren't supposed to from a national park? No. Or from a museum? No. Or from a 7-Eleven? 7-Eleven? <laughs> um, yes. Okay. I did some stuff in the I did in late sixth 80s, grade. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, this lady, you know how you um, you know, you go into these great she was visiting Pompeii mm. in two thousand and two and she stole five different artifacts. Wow. She stole um two white mosaic tiles, two pieces of amphoria vase, and a piece of ceramic wall. Um at the archaeological park of Pompeii along. So she had it for 15 years and she has sent it back with a letter saying that um, she was returning them because she suffered a curse for the past 15 years (laughs) from stealing these artifacts. And um, 
She said that um, I have a piece of history that couldn't be bought. She was young and dumb at the time, and she even gave something to one of her friends. But she decided to send it back since she had returned to Canada in 2005 after her visit to Pompeii. Mm -hmm. She suffered two bouts of breast cancer, resulting in a double mastectomy. Her family had been in financial trouble. We can't ever seem to get ahead in life. And she's blaming the bad luck on the tiles. And she said, I took a piece of history captured in time with so much negative energy attached to it. People died in such a horrible way when Mount Vesuvius, or however you say that, Mm -hmm. Vesuvius. Vesuvius erupted in 79 AD, and I took tiles related to this destruction. It has been horrible. And she wants, she goes on to say, we are good people, and I don't want to pass that curse on anymore to my family, my children, or myself. Please forgive my careless act I did years ago. Wow. I bet she felt amazing when she sent that back. Just to release it. Think of the guilt. I stole a mini bottle of Kahlua from a from my bar, mini bar at Acapulco when I was in eighth grade, and I felt guilty. <laughs> It's similar to a <laughs> a travel size bottle of Kahlua. And I remember feeling such guilt taking it home in my knee high socks. Tasted so good. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> same thing. No, it was same probably legal thing. in Mexico back then. Well, stealing Kahlua. It was a, it's, yeah, it's a know, cough had, medicine to them. My my grandma Lulu took us to Las Brasas, and oh. it was the place with the pink and white stripes. We went on this massive family reunion trip with my cousins from Florida and California, and us. And I was in eighth grade, big boobs, I might add, but probably weighed. <laughs> it was before my breast reduction. Yeah, yeah. And I probably weighed twenty five pounds less than I do now. And um, I remember in the rooms, we all had all the liquor bottles yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. in our rooms in this big villa. And I tasted some of the Kahlua and I'm like, oh my God, that tastes so good. I'm going to steal it and take it home in my sock. Think of all the bad luck I must have. But anyway, back to Did Pompeii. you ever tell your grandma? I told my mom. Okay, then we you're good. About you're it, good. But I felt so much guilt. I'm Who wears sure. socks in Mexico? Well, knee highs. Knee highs I went are... to a Catholic grade school and we wore white <laughs> opaque knee highs. And for some reason, traveling. You thought this is <laughs> This is the right you're, outfit for Acapulco. You were ahead of your time. They're kind of like those the socks. Compression yeah, socks the compression of socks of when uh, you wear on, on flights. Right. Good for you. Oh, my gosh. So what Pompeii's Visitor Center is, is saying is that um, they get... Um, over the years, around 100 visitors mm-hmm. have returned small artifacts like mosaic tiles and pieces of plaster that they stole during the visit. Uh, the items were sent back. They're always sent back with a letter and claiming they have derived only bad luck from stealing from don't, this historic site. Don't take them. I know. The, and so what they've done is at the Pompeii Aquarium, they have a selection of letters on display. Mm-hmm which I think is another way of telling people don't take anything. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, look at what it's done to all these people. That's... But have you ever, do you have any superstitions about anything that you've done? I would never take, you'd... I would never take some, because the National Forests, they're the it's... same way. If you take rocks or take, you know, those... The the fortified wood or whatever. Right. Um, Petrified. Yeah, or, thank you. Mm-hmm. Fortified. Um, but yeah, if you take that wood, you have like forever bad. I would never. Now I would never. Maybe as a kid, I would have. Right. But, and you do hear some people who've done that and have returned it with a big letter or yeah. something. And yeah. yeah, that's just too much. Do you have anything goofy that you've saved? Uh, I have a confession. To All make. right, here oh, we go. No. And this also involves Italy and it also, what? similar to Brittany's story yesterday, it involves peeing. Okay. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> so, but you weren't in a rag in Desert Store. No. Rock, Rocco, tell us, tell us your story. Okay, I, I got to get this off my chest. Yeah. Okay. Just so um, I was studying abroad in Rome in the fall of 92, and it was super fun. Um, so a friend of mine from high school visited me because he was in Madrid. So we're like, hey, let's go out. I'll show you the sites. I'll show you the Coliseum. Let's have some wine, blah, blah, blah. So as I'm showing him the Coliseum, some other dudes showed us. They're like, hey, you know, it's closed, but if you... Stick your foot in this hole in the wall here and grab the gate here and you find the other foothold. You can kind of sneak in and you can be in the Coliseum, you know. And so we're like, yeah, let's do it. So, yeah, we snuck into the Coliseum and it was amazing. And here we are. And it was like the Coliseum and blah, blah, blah. And because we had been out like drinking, I really had to go. (gasps) Where'd you pee? Like kind of on the dirt floor of the Coliseum. Like, Rocco. I know, and I'm like, all the people. Rocco. All the ghosts of the gladiators. Do you the... see how your actions, you've been stuck in radio. Right. Radio now for the, oh, the rest of your life. No, now that I've gotten off my chest, I see brighter things ahead. Right. I'm oh. going to get into television. Wow. Yeah, they're not, you, well, okay, that is, I would have been so afraid to do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, it was the 90s, you know, I just went yeah, back yeah. to Rome last summer, and right. it's way more tightened up. I mean, everything's tightened up. Everything's tightened up, right. But if, in 92, you know, you could do things right. like that. That's uh, probably the same with this Pompeii, because I think Pompeii's been kind of tightened up a lot, too, so maybe, what ha- would she say, 2010 that she did 25, this? 2005. Yeah, I bet you things are a lot mm-hmm. tighter now. Than well, that's, I mean... It, that's a that's a good story. I'm glad you shared that. I'm just glad <laughs> I'm that yeah that you got I'm that off sorry, your chest. Ghosts of the gladiators. Mm-hmm. And I just pee in parking lots, so I can't add I've... anything. The John Wayne parking lot. We, I remember our overnight when Lori and I went to the strip club in L.A. and had to get on the plane the next morning, and had to fly out of a different airport than that was convenient. We had to stay up. And there's nowhere to go, so we went to the strip club and famously Ian called us. Mm-hmm. And Lori answered the phone. So we were on with Ian and Marjorie in the morning. <laughs> and Lori's describing what we're watching, you know. And I'm like, who are you talking to? And and I'm like, I run and grab her phone and scream, no! Because she was on the air. I wonder I, if I have a clip of that somewhere. I, you should find that. I, I mean, bet you the, I made a promo out of oh that. Oh, my gosh. I think you did, Rocco. And we were so <laughs> upset about it, you know, because. But we answered the phone. Yeah, that's she true. She answered the phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the time, but I'm just thinking, oh. In some of those big cities, you have to pee outside when you have to pee outside. I'm not saying it's legal, but... Well, they were saying this in New York, because if you're out and about all the... Everything was closed for so long. If you had to pee, you... Yeah. It, like, what do you do? I, I I think that there's And some, I'm a peer. 
Oh, yeah. I, yeah. You and I usually pee at least 17 times during well, the show. The emergency pees, which have ruined us, the just in case pees. Lori and I talked about that. It, it's ruined me. You know, just in case. Yeah. Just in case. Your All bladder's right. getting used to well, it. Well, when we come back, it's Britney's deep dive. Mm. We don't know what we're going to give. Stay with us. Britney's deep dive. Yesterday it was phenomenal. So close. I don't need you. I don't need that. I don't need you. Don't tell. Don't tell me about my I'm failures. Scared. Rocco, what do you think it's going to be? Do you have any idea? He said it's Halloweenish. Yeah, um, we've already done food. It's going to be about the time where people found razor blades in their candy apples. Bars. Yeah. <laughs> right, way back in 1972. I actually almost did that, but no, I went to more uh, j- just out of fear of you guys not knowing what I was talking about. I went on a, a hardcore number one hit thriller. Nice. Oh, we're going to do a deep dive. I love it. A deep dive. And a lot of the stuff you might know, but we're just going to cover it all. All right. Just to make sure. All right. All right. Thriller, the album came out November 30th, 1982. 24 year old Michael Jackson had hits, uh, you may know, Beat It, Mm -hmm. Billie Jean, Mm Want to Be Starting Something. All were on this album. Want to be starting something. One year and two days later, Thriller music video comes out. Now, keep in mind, it's kind of an odd time to come out. It's December 2nd, 1983. So December, they're coming out with kind of a Halloween-esque theme. Were you guys born? No. Oh, I was so into this album. I was so into it. I was in Arizona. I, I was I, so into it. I was at ASU. You weren't born. I had three okay. years still left to okay. cook inside my lovely family. Um all right, it was directed by John Landis. He directed Blues Brothers, Trading Places, and An American Werewolf in London. Um, they uh, they said that at the beginning of the original, Jackson, who was a Jehovah, or Jehovah Witness, inserted a screen at the beginning of the video that stated, quote, due to my strong personal convictions, I wish to stress that this film in no way endorses a belief in the occult. That was on the original. Mm-hmm. I never saw that. Uh, did you ever see that clip? I on can't there? remember. For sure. I, it wasn't. I watched. I mean, this was a big deal for me because this was like fifth grade rock or mm-hmm. something. Right. And I was. Yeah. This was on MTV, like it at was. the top of the hour, every hour. And I would sit there and just wait for it. And then I'd have my like dad's VCR ready to go. And I'd be like, oh, oh, I better record this one. And so I could watch it later. And I watched like the making of with the John Landis and everything. This was a yeah. So, it's a big darn deal. So yeah. the song, and it was definitely looked at like it wasn't going to be a hit because it was five minutes and fifty or five yeah five minutes fifty seven seconds, almost a six minute song. Guess how long the music video is, Julia? Oh, that's a really good question. So the song is that long? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the music video is seven minutes. I'm going to go with like fifteen. You got close, Rocco. Yeah. It was fourteen minutes. Wow, I'm long. that far off. I we, only gave it an instrument. No, but you know, it's honestly, I, I did not drinking. realize. <laughs> I did not realize it was that long, and I've seen it so wow. many times. I just think it's that enjoyable. Um, Vincent Price, we talked about this. He's the spooky voiceover yeah. guy. Um, he only had two takes to record his voiceover. And you and I talked about this as well. He didn't take anything on the front end. Right. No, I don't he, know, on the back did. end. He yep. didn't, he had the option of taking something on the back end, yep. but decided just to take that money up front, ended mm-hmm. up not making nearly as much. It was something under 10,000. They don't yep. have the actual number. Um, he wouldn't how, have had that much time to spend it anyways. I mean, he was, yeah. he was dead within a few years. Wasn't was he? he? I don't I can look I it up, but well, I, Vincent Price also talks that he tried to get a hold of Michael Jackson after that. And they said he couldn't. Okay. Um, 
Guess how much this video cost to make? To make? Okay, 1983. 1983. 14 minutes long. I'm going to go with like a million dollars. Five million. Half a million dollars. Oh, wow. I'm so off. All right. And keep in mind, it was... uh, that money was recouped by Showtime and MTV right away, uh, giving them the first rights to air. So they made their money back right away. Um, oh, MTV was everything. And MTV actually, at the height of its popularity, played this song two times an hour. So that's half of their viewing time since it's a 14-minute video. Right. Um, they actually had it play in theater for one week so it could qualify for the Oscar. It did not win the Oscar, okay. but it got the nomination. The female lead was played by Ola Ray. She was a former Playboy playmate, and she took it after Jennifer Beale, Jennifer Beals turned down the role. She turned it down because yeah. she was hot from Flashdance. Yeah, she was hotness, mm-hmm. but they really wanted her to play it, especially Jackson was really pushing for that. He was a little bummed. The video itself became the first music video added to the Library of Congress National Film Registry. That's a good factoid Isn't... for Trivial Pursuit if that ever comes back. Yeah, no problem. You're welcome. It was originally called Starlight, but Jackson thought that that hook wasn't good enough, so that's why he changed it to Thriller. Um... The background vocalist wanted a real kind of haunty, spooky feel, so they recorded a lot of it in shower stalls. Hmm. For the echo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the director's wife, Deborah Land- uh, Landis, designed the iconic red outfit. She created only two versions of the memorable giant V design, you know, the red the jacket red he wears. Jacket. Yes. Mm-hmm. And one of them sold at auction recently for $1.8 million. Yes. At the premiere, now get this big old lineup showing up to your premiere. You'd be pretty pumped. Diana Ross, Warren Beatty, and Prince. And Prince at, was at the premiere of this? Yes. Oh, I like knowing that. And keep in mind, like it probably was a great premiere to go to because you don't have to sit through a whole long movie. It's probably more based on the excitement of, you know, hanging right. out, drinking, dancing. Well, at the end, it was so good that the whole crowd started chanting, encore, encore, encore. And John Landis didn't know what to do. But luckily for him, Eddie Murphy stood up and screamed, show the bleeping thing again. I love it. And so they all watched it again. I love it. It's giving me goosebumps. And they, they they all cheered even harder for the second round. Thriller remains the best-selling album of all time with over 104 million copies sold. Wow. And that is Should we deep listen dive. to it a little bit? I could pull it up here, right? Wow. Um, yeah, I mean... I loved... Did you guys see thir- 13 Going on 30? Yeah. With Jennifer Garner when they do the Thriller thing? Yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the cutest movie. It's so cute. I once went to a dance class that was just like an aerobic dance class where we learned the dance thriller and it was so much fun. I loved, I used to love aerobics. I remember learning Vogue, you know, and you'd work on it every time you'd come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And when you get it. Half a million dollars. Michael Jackson was so gigantic. Huh? Michael Jackson was just so gigantic. You have have no idea. Yeah. Anybody that wasn't there. It was like he was, he was, he was everything. He was everything. I, I remember um, Bill and I went to his concert. Was it the Met Stadium? Oh, the one for Bad at yeah. Met Center? Yeah, I yeah. went to that. He did like two or three nights. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I. It was good. It was, I 
thought I was the luckiest person in the world. It was so good. Yeah, you were like staring at like the most famous person famous. in the world. I still remember what like I wore. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't have the jacket anymore, but it was this like green, um, not not Kelly green, but it was a linen jacket with these really kind of cool iridescent buttons and it was mm. fitted and I wore this teeny tiny black mini skirt. Mm. I remember I said something to Bill that night. Um, I mean, that was everything going to that concert. Rocco, you went to a lot of concerts. I did. I was always kind of a concert kid. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was it was Center in what, like 87 or yeah. something? Yeah, and he yeah. was so good. Did it just feel like it flew by? Like it was like a half oh, second long it concert? Was, it was, well, you're grinning. You're yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was everything. It was a beautiful night. It was in the summer. Yeah, yeah. It was hot. And it was just like, wow, this is everything. the coolest thing ever. I mean, he was everything. Those moves he did and the music. And it was just like, oh, he really was everything, wasn't he? He really was. Oh, dear. And that, then he got weird. Yep. That's what happens when you don't have people around you to tell you no. See, yeah. that's I'm so glad you guys are around. <laughs> if I didn't have no. you guys around, I would have such a big Look ego. Look at what happened. And I would, yeah. No. You know, um, you know, speaking of music, what's coming up is on um, Saturday, November 7th. On HBO, the Rock and Roll, Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony is going to be aired. And the people inducted this year are Depeche Mode, the Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, Notorious B.I.G. and T-Rex. And David Grohl is going to host it and start it. But um, Miley Cyrus, Adam Levine, Diddy yeah. are among the stars that are going to, you know, kind of induct the people into it. Do you do you like watching that, Rocco, Mr. Uh, Music? Yeah, there, there's, I've watched a few. It's it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to see. I mean, remember Prince doing the um, George Harrison song. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you get a moment like that all of a sudden where you're just like, whoa. Yeah. You know, but then there's other years where it's like, we talked last week, like when Van Halen yeah. got inducted and they didn't even have any of the original members there to mm-hmm. say hello, you know? It's, yeah. It can, it can be kind of, you know, you know, because a lot of these people like the Doobie Brothers, do we, do we really care? I mean, are we really no. excited to see the no. Doobie Brothers no. finally get their doobie do? No, and it's the music <laughs> hall of fame because when you say rock and roll and Whitney Houston is inducted, it's just, it's, yeah. the name is wrong. Yeah, totally. Right. That's why and I think the totally name is wrong. And it, yeah, they've probably got to do they've something to call it the pop the, culture music yeah. hall of fame because, but you know. It's, it's still something. It's something. Has it's nobody, something. None of us have ever been there to Cleveland, have we? I have I, no. I've been by it. Okay. I have not. I've, I've not been in it. foot in Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, I've flown over. It's right on a lake. It's on one lake. of the Great Lakes. <laughs> I remember oh. flying into Cleveland hmm. for a meeting. Neat. And I'm like, oh, there's a lake there. You know, oh, there you go. Cool. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, it's time to Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. is the meaning of this all right we've got a couple things to get at today for hollywood speak um let's talk about um nice man david crosby Mm. when asked to weigh in on the death of um eddie van halen he kind of just said meh i know Mm -hmm. he's kind of a cranky twitter guy he 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 is is. a cranky man and so he, he but when he likes something i mean you know when he's passionate about something he'll He'll Go tell to town you about it, but yeah, well, he can do stuff like that too, right? Right, and apparently the, the person who wrote this said, said there have been so many times over the year when all David Crosby has to do is not be a raging a hole. Yeah, 
and he failed again. Did not step um, up. It got under a lot of people's skin, so a lot of people were tweeting back at him, blah, 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 blah. And he said, sorry, you know, um, people said, you're crude, you're unkind, you lack empathy. He said, sorry, I just, he does not move me that much. And then um, some other people were saying, that was very disrespectful. You know, you have such a smug answer, blah, 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 blah. He just said, here's the deal. Um, he didn't change the world of guitar for me. Hendrix changed the world of guitar. Nobody else really. Look, I get it. Many of you loved Van Halen. And the one time I met him, he was nice and he was talented. Meh to me means I don't care that much. And I don't. Doesn't mean he wasn't good, but he wasn't for me. I kind of love that honesty. Also, people that get mad at that, you should say thank you. Because when you're really sad, sometimes it's really nice to have somebody to give you something to be mad about. You know? <laughs> that is, that's good. Like, I mean, he's right in a sense, too. I mean, Hendrix yeah. was such a, just a change of the way people perceive that instrument. And Crosby was there with him at Woodstock, I assume. You know, they were probably tight or, you know, at least right. he saw him live. Well, more in his peer group. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, 20 years later when Van Halen's making like 80s rock, I'm sure it wasn't really his thing. But for people like me, it was like, yes, what is this? Give me more of this. Give me more. Isn't it kind of refreshing, though, when you get honest Honest? opinions about people after they died? Because you just always get they were a legend. Well, they were amazing. They were the sun set on them. Mm-hmm. And it's like something there's nice about knowing not that everybody's for everybody. I have that sweatshirt. I'm not for everybody. <laughs> My brother bought it for me. You should wear it more often. It's it's really hot. And I'm going to wear it in the winter. I wear it in the winter. He bought it for me. I'm not for everybody. And everybody is not for everybody. No. And so you're right. You're right about that, Brittany. I think that's a that's a good thing. OK, so Madonna's working on the screenplay play for a biopic with Diablo Cody and she tells her co-writer Diablo Cody that she never drank and never did drugs. And I believe her. Really? She was such a control freak. Ah. She wouldn't ever. Her whole thing was control. She controlled everything. I remember when she first started um, Really working. I mean, she got she went big so fast. She yeah, so up. big so fast with that first album. Yeah, um, and just was so. Uh, she was another one in the eighties. You know, like oh my gosh, it's Madonna. Everything was Madonna, but she yeah. was so in control. I remember she would. You'd see stories in People magazine about her microbiotic diet. She wouldn't eat anything. She hasn't been in the sun for years, and she's worn swimsuits. She slept in a bra for forty years. She is so in charge. I know she drinks now, mm-hmm. but back in the day when she was really in it, I, I totally believe this is true. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Being... Just control. I know some people who can't ever let go, have a drink or anything because they just don't ever want to lose any control. That's interesting. I think it's funny because she did build a persona around party girl Sex, you know. drugs, and rock and roll, you yeah. think, but, the, but you're she's right. never, it was, that wasn't her. It's kind of like the first curated persona, the real curated, to the point that like it's hard to believe. Interesting, yeah. Mm. You know, someone dressed up as Madonna in the 1993 film Hocus Pocus. Yes, the they mom, did. The, the mom, mom did. Oh my God, see? As a cone bra Madonna, a headset 
Combra oh, Madonna concert. to the uh, Halloween party. And the kids were mortified. Oh, I believe it. You know, last night on Dancing with the Stars, they did Back to the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I, what's her name? She's on the talk. Um, I can't think of her name, but she's just darling. And she did her dance to Like a Virgin. Mm-hmm. I knew that inside out. We knew every, I mean, every single Madonna song yeah, inside yeah. out. I would do the dance to Papa Don't Preach. I'd wear the outfit. I mean, Madonna, Like a Virgin, when that came out, made it through the wilderness. I mean, every, she was everything too. Well, what was that? She really was. What was yep. that naughty book she put out? Sex. Yeah. Lori's brother has a copy of it. And it, that just blows my mind that. That she would have sex. Out there. It, yeah, it no, and I'm good she, for her, but, but I she just was, mean, like, not any. She didn't give two bleeps about anything. But she did. Yeah, she did. True. She did. She was in control. She's in control. She, she wanted control. to be look like she was carefree and fun. But she was but in control. She was, she was counting control. everything. Okay, so um, Tommy Lee, I think he's been struggling. Yeah, I think so. I think he's been struggling a lot lately. But he um, apparently was really, really, really upset when his latest wife Mm -hmm. um, surprised him by wrapping his car to match the cover of his upcoming album. The album, The Explicits, come with billions and billions of F-bombs. Yeah, yeah. And it's out there right now. But I think that'd be kind of cool if your wife surprised you with your new album, Color, Color Car Wrap. Well, let me tell you about his wife. Brittany Furlan. Well, she was an Instagram. She was, yeah. yeah she was actually uh, big into Vimeo. And, That's right, Vimeo. Um, the other one, what's the other famous one that everyone was... But anyways, the point is the short 15-second little sure, clip. Sure, the six-second videos. Yeah. What was that called? And now she's in... Trying, Vine or Vine. Vine, thank you. She was a <laughs> Vine star. And so when she went under for Vine, it kind of broke her heart. She's She has been seeking attention for... Decades, And then she married this raging alcoholic. Yes. And so she constantly is putting him on on her TikTok, constantly. Kind of like surprise, this and that. And I think he's like, I'm old enough to be over this. You just get this feeling where he's like exhausted from his own wife. And And they haven't been married that long. No, no, they haven't. And so I I think that has to do with it. It's just like, he's just over her. And you can just tell. It's just like, stop. And everything's recorded and everything she's doing, you know, she'll ask a silly question and secretly be recording and stuff. And it always comes back on her TikTok. And did you have friends for when the selfie stage was really big that always had to always, 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 always document everything? Yes. And it's exhausting. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. That's why I won't join Snapchat. I just don't want to see anyone's floating heads anymore. I don't care. No, it'd be just amazing amounts of photos. I'm like, this, no. No, I don't okay, need this. Okay, but this is like a rock of Hollywood speak. I'm watching this Tommy Lee yep. video. This uh-huh. is fake, right? Yeah. This is just to promote his album. And he's done it. Yes. But he scares me. He's a man. I don't like he'd fight. Well, what, did you he, read the news last week where he's knocking back two gallons of vodka? Yeah. There? He scares me. He fights with his kids like fist fights. I think he's scary. Well, their house kind of looks like a really expensive house that We're a bunch about of Tommy Lee. Yeah, Tommy Lee and Brittany Furlan. His their house looks like a very expensive house that uh twenty year olds moved into and they're now just buying random things, dogs everywhere, just blah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just a hot mess. Yeah, I think you're right. It is a hot, hot mess. Well, there we go. All right. Other things to um, why do you think that? why would anyone you know, we have all these days to celebrate all these different things. Yeah. Who would have said 
I'm going to put in a bit. It should be Herbie's Awareness Day. That is a great question. I mean, it's a good thing they to think about, though, because it's the gift that you keep forever. It, it, um, you you know, know what? The one there, you don't want to ever get and that you can never give away. There's actually dating sites where exclusively for herpes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, well, because if you have it, then you right. need to find then you other want people. Exactly. Find other people. Because you don't think about it, but it would be a really hard conversation. Be, I have it with everybody. If I'm going to have yeah. relations with someone, yeah. I need see stuff. Paperwork, not that stuff, you know, but I mean, I'm, I think it's an important conversation because you can't, then one, you're done. I know people it's happened to, it's not fun. I, mm-hmm. I say you, you keep on your, your mm-hmm. regiment. I, I, um, get the paperwork, <laughs> get them receipts. I need the receipts. When we come back, we have the best excuse from the lamest guy. Um, this is my talk 1071, everything entertainment. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.